Good morning, Supers. Oh, I got to pull the mic closer to my face. Okay, good morning, Supers. How are you doing today? I hope you're having a wonderful start to your day wherever you're watching or listening from. Uh, or maybe it's on the Super Joe Pardo Show on your favorite podcast app of choice, or you're watching us live on YouTube or the replay uh, here on YouTube. So I have a ton of uh, a ton of news to bring today. Uh, but before I get there, I just want us to give a quick shout out to my wife. Uh, happy anniversary. It's our ninth anniversary together. All right. Evergrande update. Uh, they're still halted. Uh, <laughs> uh, apparently what I, I found yesterday showed was from the Motley Fool, which did not uh, show that they were still halted. But they, uh, as of earlier this morning, they were still halted. I will be uh, checking live in a little bit. Uh, what Mark Cuban said about Bitcoin, uh, which I totally 100% agree with, and I will get into that later on. Uh, Best Buy dangles hard-to-find holiday items as key perk as it launches new membership program. Uh, PepsiCo CFO says more price hikes could be on the way in the first quarter, basically prepping people for continued inflation uh shares of hertz jump after appointment of x ford ceo mark fields as interim ceo home depot hires walmart uh delivery drivers to drop off paint and more to customers doors small business owners who depend on social media are exploring other options after the facebook outage and uh, I talked about this yesterday, so if you haven't watched that, get subscribed. Go watch that uh, or listen, watch or listen to that um, entrepreneur, entrepreneurs from yesterday talking about the Facebook outage and how you can help set yourself up so that you're not uh, falling victim to it. And finally, business insolvencies set to rise globally 2022, first time since pan- uh, COVID pandemic research shows. So let's uh, let's jump in to see what's going on with Evergrande. So at close, uh, they are still uh, as of September 30th. They are still closed today, uh, halted trading. And this update here from BBC News was from yesterday. Evergrande investors kept waiting over a major deal. As investors wait for an uh, an announcement about the future of struggling Chinese real estate agent or uh, real estate agent, agent, (laughs) real estate giant Evergrande, two more property companies are uh, causing concerns over their ability to repay debt. Uh, And we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Fantasia being one of them uh does this list the other one uh fitch ratings has said it da- a downgraded cynic after the company said it had missed interest payments and due to uncertainty over a 246 million dollar bond repayment due la- uh, later this month uh the boss of shanghai based cynic hit the headlines last month when he lost more than a billion dollars in a market sell-off linked to concerns about Evergrande. Uh, Zang, I assume it's Zhang Yunlin? Yunlin? 
saw his personal wealth drop from 1.3 billion to 250.7 million on September 20th, according to Forbes, when his company was forced to suspend trading of its shares in Hong Kong following an almost 90% slump in their value. That is, I mean, that is pretty devastating to to, to have that much wealth uh, evaporate that quickly. On Monday, uh, Shenzhen-based Fantasia Holdings said it failed to repay a $205.7 million bond that sent the market value of the Chinese home builders' dollar uh, denominated bonds down by almost 50%. Uh, So... So far, uh, you know, Beijing has not commented directly on Evergrande's financial problems, although the country's central bank and state media have signaled that the government is ready to help protect individual citizens exposed to the property market. So, yeah, so that so not much has changed since yesterday other than uh, other than when I had made the um, I guess the misnomer that it was uh open uh for for trading and it it, it very much is not so i would uh you know it's still it's still there isn't a lot going on about it i i feel like if this was in america there would be non-stop coverage about you know every person that works at the company uh but here here we you know because of the barrier uh and the differences uh we're we're like stuck on the outside looking in hoping that things work out not just for the company but for the people uh that are heavily invested and have their life savings and or future uh vested in this company so yeah, I uh hopefully we we get some news. I'll be, you know, continuing to track it um as as things grow and change and evolve. Uh so we'll, you know, hopefully we'll have some news for tomorrow. Hopefully it'll be good news. Hopefully uh things will change. But I I, I wanted to just give a quick shout out to one of our commenters, commenters who said uh who pointed out that Evergrande actually was still halted on unlike um the article that I was reading from. So let's move on. Billionaire Mark Cuban. I don't know why I need to say billionaire. I guess Mark Cuban isn't enough of a draw. Says not many people like to pay in Bitcoin because it's an appreciable asset. Unlike Dogecoin. Uh, Mark Cuban said people don't use Bitcoin as payment because they want it to soar in value. The Shark Tank star said they prefer Dogecoin because it's easy to spend and people don't want to hold it forever. Paying a salary in Bitcoin means the person would end up with less money, Cuban says. So my thoughts on this is... When I look at when I look at cryptocurrency, uh, to me, Bitcoin is gold. Dogecoin is the dollar. Um, hopefully, it gets to a dollar. I'm just, <laughs> I am very much on board with that happening uh, at some point, even if it takes another you know six months, year, two years uh, to get there. I'm not I'm not a wizard. I don't have a crystal ball, but. Uh, I am I am excited about the idea that uh, you know 
Dogecoin, uh, the difference between Dogecoin and Bitcoin, for anyone who doesn't know, there's only a finite amount of Bitcoin that can be mined. Uh, and I believe it's like 150 years worth of mining. Uh, the next time uh, Bitcoin, like right now, Bitcoin is paying out, uh, was the number, six. 6.25 uh every 10 minutes 6.25 bitcoins are created uh and that is to, to last i checked was set to have uh to to just half of that so 3.12 uh or so bitcoins per 10 minutes uh in 2024 uh now we, it is compared to dogecoin where there's 10,000 dogecoin minted every minute it's you know it's 10,000 minute every minute and while that sounds like crazy like oh how could dogecoin be worth anything the fact of the matter is 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 that our our own dollar you know we're printing money in the US every single day right so in we keep that uh inflation of the value of that dollar to 2% or less and i you know there's a whole get into the weeds kind of thing that we could go down rabbit hole we could go down here but basically uh the great thing about dogecoin is that it never it never stops so it they never stop it never stops creating and while initially while no one's using it it deflates the value of the dogecoin over time as people grow it actually can settle in to around two percent inflation if it had enough people uh, buying and using and trading uh in dogecoin so that uh, to me uh and according uh, you know and according to mark cuban uh dogecoin might be the answer to the lightning channel um that has not been created on the bitcoin side and is constantly promised down the road you know they keep kicking the can down the road so I, that's why i think that um so many people are are on the bitcoin or i'm sorry the dogecoin train uh because of the fact that it very much is not an appreciable appreciable asset it, it will be created constantly be created forever um, and there's a really good video. Uh, if you go check out Graham Stephan's channel, he has a really, really good video breaking down exactly why Dogecoin isn't like just a meme coin. And ultimately, I think could be that that dollar um, because it's easy to mine. It's not um, it's not there's not a, a finite amount of it like gold as as is being Bitcoin. And and that's that's. You know, plus the fact that when you go to make a Bitcoin transaction, it takes 10 minutes to, to complete, which is crazy. But that's the way it is. So uh, I'm I'm on board. Ding, ding, Mark Cuban. Uh, I agree. Let's get Doge to be that uh, the equivalent of the dollar uh, to, and, and continue to make Bitcoin the value or to be the equivalent of gold or some other rare metal. <sighs> Best Buy dangles hard to find holiday items as key perk as it launches new membership program. Best Buy is launching Total Tech. We'll get into that name. Uh, an annual membership program nationwide after testing it at select stores. The consumer electronics retailer said one of the key perks will be access to hard to find holiday items, though it did not specify what those items will be pandemic fuel chip shortages and shipping delays 
mean that customers may not be able to buy all the items on their holiday wish list. <coughs> the Consumer Electronics uh, Retailers Program Total Tech costs $199.99 per year. So $200 per year. Customers who join will get unlimited around-the-clock tech support, exclusive member per, uh, prices on merchandise, up to two years of product protection on most purchases, free shipping and installation and an expand extended 60 day window for returns and exchanges among other features. They began testing this program back in, in select stores back in April. Uh, the retailer is tracking on is tacking on holiday specific benefit as the pandemic fuels global supply chain challenges. Outbreaks of COVID-19 have temporarily closed some factories and ports causing a shortage of semiconductor chips that go into Everything from cars to laptops. Obviously, we know this. Freight costs have jumped, and ports uh, have ground uh, or ground ground have ground congested congested, leading to higher prices for uh, for customers and fewer products on shelves. Retail and uh, analysts have forecast an increase in holiday spending, but warned of fewer deals and shipping delays. They have encouraged customers to start shopping early and to buy desired items when they see them. Best Buy did not specify high-demand products available to Total Tech members, but it sells popular gift items that range from video game consoles to Apple. If you've ever been in a Best Buy, they, they, anything basically tech-related is what they sell. Uh, da, 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 da. It is said a new, uh, in a news release that participants will ha- get access to Member Monday, a special event on exclusive deals that begins October 18th and runs through the holidays. The event will include deals for customers who are part of Best Buy's free membership program, My Best Buy 2. With total, the launch of Total Tech, Best Buy will phase out similarly named membership pro- a, oh, a similarly named membership program that had fewer perks. The one that they're let's see what they're what are they calling that? What are they phasing out here? Okay, we could check out their their website in a minute here. Retail analyst uh, Peter Kith of Piper Sandler in a research note last week called the upcoming launch of Total Tech a potential game changer for the company and its stock. Uh, he said the membership program is one of the most intriguing initiatives that Best Buy has had in more than five years. Plus, he said it, it, it comes as the company's shares are trading at a cheap valuation. Shares were up 1.3% on Tuesday to nearly $107. The stock is up 7% this year. Uh, Sandler rates Best Buy as overweight and has a price target of $150 about 40% higher than where it's currently trading at. Uh, Keith uh, estimated that in the research note that Best Buy will add 3 million new members on top of the approximately 3 million who are part of the membership program that's phasing out. He said he expects the retailer to grow that membership base to between 6 million and 10 million over time. And Keith said that he anticipates the holiday season to help drive interest as Best Buy advertises the program and customers see members only price discounts on the retailer's site. Uh, let's check out their, let's see, let's check out their program here. So Total Tech, uh, I, so this doesn't actually say what the uh, one that they're phasing out is but with yeah it's basically everything that we already listed earlier 20 percent off labor for repairs and advanced services 
free delivery on standard installation with hardware purchases, unlimited tech support. Although uh, although internet security software is not included with Total Tech, if you are currently have internet security software through Total Tech support, it will be valid as long as your Total Tech membership, 24 months of product protection, and 24 months of Apple Care Plus on most Apple purpose, pur- uh, purposes purchases while membership is active. Wow. Okay, so that uh that is a pretty big deal because apple care plus is a great uh is a great service that i generally don't pay for because i generally sell the the product you know the apple device that i have to get the new one uh and offsetting some of that cost uh without waiting for it to depreciate in in value vip access uh to dedicated phone and chat teams free two-day members uh two two free two-day shipping with no minimum purchase and 60-day return window that one is a big one because uh with their their membership program their best buy rewards program uh, if you spend so much a year, I think it was like 1500 bucks or something like that a year, you would get into the Platinum program, which gives you a 45-day return window. I think it used to be 60 days, but I guess they have figured out that this is the opportunity for them to uh, to open that back up. But So this is all for the low, low price of $200 a year. I think if, you know, depending on how much stuff you're buying from Best Buy, it could make sense. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see that they're trying something different. I think, you know, we all know that, um, retail is quote unquote doomed or, you know, ready is decimated as it is, uh, you know, thanks to a big part by Amazon and it's really, you know, it's really on them to create experiences to get people into the store and create membership programs that people will actually use. Um, I guess in their test, this was, you know, this worked, uh, relating, you know, special promos and things back to the, my old Pardo truck parts, uh, Pardo truck parts, or no, sorry, Pardo truck service parts warehouse incorporated, uh, days. We, uh, the biggest promotion that we ever did was a Wawa card. So if you bought certain, a certain amount of like, say airbags for your truck, or if you bought so many shocks for your truck, you buy eight shocks, get like a a $25, um, gift card to Wawa, which is like the equivalent of like a set, like a seven 11, uh, but uh, Wawa here in the Northeast and in Florida is, is huge. Right. So, uh, people would, would go crazy. They would, you know, stock up on all kinds of items, uh, off of that special sheet and buy it. So while we, we did try a membership program, it didn't quite, uh, have the same impact as just the, I'm buying this now and I'm getting this, you know, I'm getting these products and I'm getting these Wawa gift cards. We, we would go and buy hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of gift cards at a time, uh, which actually until they enabled you to be able to buy it on their website was actually kind of annoying because you had to go to a Wawa and then hold up the line, <laughs> hold up the line. You, you would try to go to the Wawa uh, when no one was, you know, like in between lunch and dinner or in between, uh, breakfast and lunch, just to make sure that we weren't like holding up the line and, uh, or waiting in a long line to be able to get all of these gift cards that we needed. 
Mohammed, yes, you uh, right now you are the only one watching today. But as uh, as I will tell you, people have been downloading the podcast version of this show and have been watching the replay uh, in in a pretty increasing number day over day. So I'm excited uh, that I get to come out here do this. Plus, all these stories are being chopped up and brought. Um, are made available over the course of the rest of the day as individual videos. And those, uh, some of those have hit several hundred views uh, in, in the, in that day. So I, I love uh, being able to bring this stuff, bring stories to the forefront, uh, highlight uh, different companies, different strategies, and, and really the, you know, what makes the entrepreneurs entrepreneurs. Uh, so if you have any questions, Muhammad, please feel free to drop it in the chat and I will get to it before the end of the video. I saw that you gave a thumbs up by the way, uh, in the comments, but it disappeared. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't see it in, uh, and hard it. So, uh, I'm glad that you saw the answer, uh, that you, you, to the question you asked yesterday. So PepsiCo CFO says more price hikes could be on the way in the first quarter. Pepsi, uh, PepsiCo CFO Hugh uh, Johnston is expecting another round of price hikes on the company's snacks and beverages early next year. Pepsi is uh, has been raising its price uh, drink prices this summer into the fall, while its snack prices are rising now. Other consumer packaged goods, uh, co- good companies include like uh, Procter and Gamble and Pepsi's rival Coke. They uh, have also been uh, raising prices to offset the blow from higher costs, which are eating into the profits. So, you know, inflation is here. It's not going anywhere. And uh, and I think it's I think it's really brave of PepsiCo CFO to come out and, and say and be honest and be like, look, uh, we need to make a certain level of profit in order to keep this, you know, ship running. And if we don't, uh, then we're going to be we're going to start to be in trouble, right? And I think that by coming coming out ahead of it and and being honest and upfront about it is always the better way to go with your business. If you're experiencing that the, the inflation costs, you know, being upfront, making it a marketing point. And this way, this case, it is, to me, this is a piece of the marketing, right? Is coming out saying something like that and and being like, look, we we know. Um, and everybody else, everybody else knows. Everybody knows inflation, while not uh, hopefully not here to stay forever, is likely to here to stay for a while. Uh, it's not. It's not just going to evaporate overnight here. So we might be here six months, a year, maybe even two to three years, uh, depending on how things go. And if and if things like Evergrande end up collapsing and affecting, you know, having even more of a ripple effect uh, through through the world economy, uh, it's, it it could actually be like five to six years, seven years before we actually see like things getting back to the way they were. But at that point you have normal inflation at 2% per year, uh, which is basically going to, to catch up, um, at some point. And you're, you know, as I, I like to say, uh, the chip, you know, the bags of chips, uh, that used to be two for six bucks. Now two for seven dollars might just end up staying two for seven dollars. Hopefully, you know that to me may be one of the best case scenarios is that you know we we keep it there and not have like a runaway inflation uh, problem. So 
Uh, I, again, I think this is a great move. I think if you're in that position where you know your costs are, are continuing to rise, um, I know at one point we were going to buy, we were looking at buying a uh, uh, a slide for our pool, and when, you know I went to the pool place, I was like, oh, hey, like what, what what are we doing? They're like, don't we can't even we can't even talk price. This is the beginning of this summer, and they're like, we can't even talk price. Come back in like two months. And and maybe we'll have an answer for you because things are just so runaway, crazy expensive right now that it's we can't even and we can't even get most of the materials at the time. So, you know, basically they were turning away money, not that I was willing to overpay for a slide at the time, uh, you know, for what it for what it's going to produce. But it's one of those things that at least. You're being upfront, and honesty wins the day. Trust wins the day, and it wins the it, you know it wins the war. It might not win the battle, but it'll win the war when it comes to keeping your customers coming back and trusting what you have to say. Uh, Muhammad uh, says, "I love you, love your content, especially the Shark Tank commentary. Thank you so much, Muhammad. I really, really appreciate that." Uh, we have a new video going live today at 11. I think it was You Smell Soap, uh, which uh, you'll have to see if that worked out. But it was uh, it, it's so fun to get to go back and do these videos, uh, and, and especially the old ones, but even the new ones, right? This Friday, we have brand new season, season 13 of Shark Tank coming out. And with that... Uh, I have, I will have all four pitches up, uh, generally before 11 PM or 10, uh, between, uh, between 10 and 11 PM, uh, Eastern time. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to doing them and, and being able to share the stories and the, um, the business, you know, strategies and marketing strategies and all that. It's what I, it's, I, I love, I love it. I live it. I breathe it. Um, in my own businesses, in the business I grew up in, uh, and the businesses that I I continue to work with uh, in my program. So if you want to find out how you can work with me, go to superjoepardo.com slash mastermind, and you, we can get you into a, the mastermind program where we meet every single week together as a group, uh, hold each other accountable, and do uh, all these things, and then get to meet one-on-one with me to work specifically on your business, just you and me, and getting those results that you're looking for. And uh, and Muhammad says, can't wait to see those. Thank you so much. Ding, ding. I'm looking forward to as well. And I will have a preview video coming up, uh, hopefully in the next day or so, of the first four businesses that will be featured on Season 13. So stay tuned for that. I'm not sure when. I, I have one business so far that I know of that's going to be on episode one, but hopefully uh, in the next day or two, uh, I will have that preview video up so you we can check out the websites and everything before Shark Tank and then you know, we'll be able to check it out after Shark Tank because there's, there's definitely uh, some been some differences over over uh, bef- you know pre Shark Tank post Shark Tank and and what they have to offer uh when it comes to to like what they what they sell and and what kind of packages they have shares of hertz jump after appointment of ex ford ceo mark fields as interim ceo uh shares of hertz jumped as much as 13.3% after the car rental company named former ford ceo mark fields as the interim interim uh chief executive officer 
Fields, who uh, led Ford from 2014 to 2017, joined the Hertz Board of Directors in June. Hertz is at a critical stage following its emergence from bankruptcy in June after operations were devastated last year by the coronavirus. Uh, I did actually invest in Hertz when when the whole back in 2020 uh, when the whole Hertz thing happened. Uh, it wasn't like a ton of money, you know. I don't know. It was probably like five hundred dollars or something like that. Bought a bunch of shares. It jumped. I jumped out and and you know buy low, sell high kind of thing. Um, but I, I so whoa. There was some other news that came out not that long ago about Hertz that was not good to see. That they were not. Uh, take, I think it was somebody. I think it was actually a friend of mine. A friend of mine was um, had booked with them and had a really not great experience with them. And it's like, man, like all they're, they. It seems like they're trying to do the right thing. I, you know, I've seen advertising uh, for them, but eh, I don't know. So it's it. Let's see where where's Hertz at right now. So they're at. Uh, 23 wow 23 dollars and uh 90 cents and if you let's look let me share this up here so if we go back uh that was just a month so let's go back a year is this a year this doesn't this doesn't seem like it it seemed like it held i don't know this seems like this chart's not working (laughs) seems like the chart's not working right because it's supposed to be a year we're in october that's July, and it's not showing. Uh, oh, I guess at one point it. I think Hertz was was uh, were they delisted? I believe they were delisted at one point, um, and then I guess they've come back onto the market. So maybe that's why it doesn't show a. It, it doesn't show all the data. I don't. That seems really weird. Um, but it, you know, so when you're, when you're facing, you know, down the barrel of, uh, a crisis, you know, having somebody who, who has that experience, I mean, Mark Fields, I'm not sure how Mark Fields did, uh, let, you know, led Ford. I'm not sure how his tenure went. I, I, I'm familiar with the name, but not familiar with his tenure, um, for, for three years, you know, I, when I think about the 2014 to 2017, I think about those um, Ford folk, the Ford Focus problem, and the transmission shifting, you know, transmission issues that they ended up costing them a ton of money uh, to rectify, and then still never really fa- uh, fixed the problem. And ultimately, you know, shortly after, it was like, hey, yeah, we're not doing cars anymore. You know, the only car we're doing is the Mustang. Hooray! Uh, you know, I. I, I have to I have to say at least they have somebody who has led another company and for three years hey that's that it definitely counts for something so hopefully he can help uh, correct the ship but it's not like it's going to be an easy way uh, an easy out considering the fact that you know travel is still as far as I know way down uh, overall and the, it's hard for them to get cars and they you know if they don't have the 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 means to do it it's it's going to be hard to scale to scale back up so uh best of luck to hertz for sure and uh and to mark as the interim uh ceo 
Home Depot hires Walmart delivery drivers to drop off paint and more to customers' doors. Home Depot has hired Walmart to deliver paint, tools, and other online purchases to customers' doors. The home improvement retailer is the first customer for Walmart's new delivery business, Go Local. Uh, The same day and next day delivery service will be limited to home improvements of purchases that can be easily fit into a car, such as fasteners, boxes of nails, or paintbrushes. You know, I think this is a great use of of resources, right? Like, you, you know, retail as a whole has been hurting. So to kind of lean on one each other, one another's services, and and we I've seen this in in local business, right, in small businesses. Uh, entrepreneurs, where it's like they're, they're, you do something to uh, utilize each other's networks, utilize each other's resources, instead of trying to like fight. Like Home Depot is big enough, they could have started their own delivery service, but why do it if Walmart already has it available? They've already built the technology out. You know, Home Depot doesn't have to go and do the research and hire people to to manage it and all that. It just it makes a lot of sense um, to do it. I the thing to me though is is I don't know. I mean, I guess there's there's a market for it. Um, you know, if I'm working on a home project, I mean, I've done it where I've had to go back to Home Depot like three four times because I didn't I didn't know what I didn't know and didn't know what I needed at the time. So I wasn't able to go. Uh, to, you know, I, I wasn't able to get the job done without calling up you know or getting my car and going down the street to to home depot so it would be kind of cool especially if it was same day but generally speaking if if it's something that's going to stop my whole project um then then i'm not you know i'm not going to stop my project i'm just going to get my car and and still go so i i think that there's an opportunity there but i think maybe home depot wants to test the waters too before they just dive right in and, and make a everything you could possibly need uh, event, you know, like jump in and go. So, uh, let's see for Walmart, the delivery business provides a new stream of revenue and a potential way to gather additional insights about consumer purchasing patterns. The big box retailer has looked beyond retail to drive growth as it opens health clinics, creates fintech startups, uh, or creates a fintech startup and ramps up its advertising business. So, you know, Walmart is feeling that pain too about people not coming into their stores. Uh, for Home Depot, the delivery agreement is another way to shorten the time between when a customer places an order online and receives an item. It brings the company a step closer to its goal of offering same day or next day delivery to 90% of the population. The retailer is investing $1.2 billion in its supply chain, including opening a network of flatbed distribution centers that can quickly deliver big and bulky orders to a construction site of a home professional uh, or replenish inventory at stores. Home Depot, has, which has 2,300 stores, has, uh, has other ways shoppers can retrieve orders online too, such as curbside pickup and store lockers and scheduled deliveries to homes and job sites. Its e-commerce grew uh, by 86% in the fiscal 2020, which ended January 31st compared to the year prior. So they do have other ways. In fact, I've ordered stuff uh, online to make sure that I was able to get it and then uh, showed up and they, they were like, oh, yeah, we haven't picked it yet. But you can go and pick it yourself and then bring it over here and we'll we'll check it off the list for you. And uh, you can go on your way. So 
I think that it's good that they have a, a you know lots of flexibility as to what you could do to get get what you need, um, and and again they don't have to put out the, the the cost to make all this happen. So I think it's a good opportunity for both for Walmart to grow revenue and Home Depot to ha- offer yet another way without having to invest a ton of money and research into uh, and development into making that happen. Oh man, need to take a sip of water from my LTT store water bottle. <laughs> Let's see. Now, social media or social <laughs> small business owners who depend on social media for are, are exploring other options. Uh, I just wanted to pick out one the the story here at the top. Jewelry designer Alex Rankin sells twenty five handmade rings on a busy day via her Instagram store earning her more than uh, just over $150. On Monday, with the social media giant down for hours, she sold zero. It was awful, she said. Uh, from sponsored posts to, in, uh, to Instagram storefront, various tools built into Facebook, uh, built into Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp have become embedded in business plans, budgets, and uh, for the smallest enterprises. Small business owners were at the mercy of Facebook on Monday after an outage lasting more than six hours left them with no way to generate revenue or speak with customers. And after losing sales, business owners told BuzzFeed News it made them question how much they should rely on Facebook products. Without social media, I wouldn't have a business, 19-year-old Rankin said. It's how I advertise my rings and how I take my orders for the rings and how I get my page out there. Since launching on Instagram two months ago, her business, crafted by Alex, is uh, entirely reliant on the platform, but the outage prompted Rankin to begin more long-term strategy. I plan to have my own website soon so people can order off that. I cannot control Instagram. The impact of the outage uh, on businesses who use Facebook products has yet to be quantified, but early estimates of the cost put the losses at $100 million. In response to the impact of the outlet of the outage on business owners, Facebook, which owns Instagram, issued an apology but made it made no clear commitments to how it planned to rectify losses and mitigate any future mishaps. To everyone who was affected by the outages on our platforms today, we're sorry. A Facebook company spokesperson told BuzzFeed News in a statement, we know billions of people and businesses around the world depend on our products and services to stay connected. We appreciate your patience as we come back online. There's other stories. I will link this article down below, but... Uh, You, as the business owner, need to, you know, the number one thing um, is get the email address. Number one thing, get the email address. No matter what you're doing, uh, creating, you know, Instagram posts, creating Facebook posts, Twitter, this YouTube video, right? What's the first thing? Below this video, the first thing below this video is how you can go over to super uh, com slash rocket and get my free sales uh, rocket guide or rocket your sales guide uh, and go in. And how do you get that? You put your email address in and I send it right to you. Right. So now I've captured the email address. So um, and that way I can have that that relationship with you after the fact, right? If YouTube shuts the, the – what if YouTube shuts my account down or YouTube goes down, right? Or Facebook goes down or Instagram goes down. That email address is 
is is everything. It's everything. It's every you know, email marketing is not dead at all. I was reading actually yesterday um, that you know YouTube conversion rate, and I don't know how true this is, but given how much what I know from my own experience, my own data. Uh, is like two and a half percent, right? Instagram is probably in that it maybe even less because people like to go off the platform even less, and Instagram doesn't want you to go off the platform. So it might be less than two and a half percent. But even if you're capturing just two and a half percent of the you know the emails of the super fans that are that want to you know potentially work with you or buy from you or continue to support you, even if this doesn't work, you know YouTube shuts you down or or whatever. Uh, you have an opportunity to keep the conversation and the relationship going and growing. And that's, it's so important. So what do I think um, this question came up before with, with my good friend, Samantha Riley. Uh, we, we went back and forth back when we had a show called uh, the uh, business geeks podcast uh, that we did through most of 20, almost all 2020. And the question was, was do you need a website today to get started with your business or, uh, do you know, should you just forgo the website and look, I, I applaud Alex Rankin here, uh, for creating a product that people liked and, and love, love enough to buy in. And she's doing, you know, she's earning a hundred over $150 a day selling them on Instagram. Ding, ding. That's awesome. But she's also only been doing it for two months. And the best part about what she's doing is that she has proof of concept that people actually want the thing that she's creating, right? So having a website is great. It's, it's, is it necessary? If you have the skill and, and, and a little bit of time to put behind it, you know, I would say get the domain name at the very least. It, you know, at least if you have the domain name, you can always create a, a website later. But if you don't have the skills for that and you don't have the money to pay for somebody else to create it right here, right now, uh, there are services. I mean, the I recommend DreamHost. There's a superjoeparter.com slash DreamHost uh, link, uh, affiliate link with a discount code down below. Uh, but if you don't have those skills, you know, and they, and they have, they have something similar to a Squarespace as well at DreamHost. I think it's called Remixer. But, you know, there's other ways to get your, your stuff out there. Um, diversification is is key, right? But at the end of the day, you know, hopefully all the orders that she's collected, uh, she she collected emails for all those and can email those people and stay in, you know, stay connected even if Instagram goes down. But that said, uh, Instagram going down for one, you know, for six hours is not necessarily the end of the world. Um, but as Muhammad in the chat brings up here, sorry, doesn't bring back money lost. Here's the thing. I I, I, you know, the person who lost the most money in this was Facebook. Um, and nobody is going to give Facebook their money back uh, in, in that time, right? From the stock, you know, taking a huge slide uh, to all the their services and all the, the, the uh, stuff that they weren't able to get done in that day. So lost productivity. Um, it, you know, and and it, it did it damage the brand? I don't know. Probably not as much as the the other news that's come out that you know since then, right? With the whistleblower and and all that, and the way that Facebook and Instagram have been handling uh, is Facebook damaging to people's health? Kind of probably is, but you know, it, it, there we it, it, it's 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 a give and take uh, in that case, right? But. I want you to be thinking, 
What can I do to diversify? What can I do to make sure that I'm capturing emails? If you have emails, you can always go to another email provider. Just make sure you're downloading and backing up your email list regularly so you have it local. So like, hey, I use Aweber, superjoeparter.com slash Aweber for my email. If if Aweber goes down or disappears tomorrow, I have my 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 most recent backup uh, email set. I can upload it to to Mailchimp or to uh, Constant Contact or one of the other ones. That to me is the mo- more is more necessarily more important than having a website. But get your domain. The domain's kind of important too. Uh, you always worry about doing the website thing later. Worst case scenario, you just forward the domain to your Instagram for now. And if something were to happen, then you forward it somewhere else. You know, to your face. Well, I don't want to say to your Facebook, but to your Twitter account or something to that effect. And uh, and and get people you know interested in in uh, in going to those other places to interact with you. Business insolvencies set to rise globally in 2022, first time since COVID pandemic research shows. Business insolvencies are set to rise as governments withdraw support measures that have helped companies stay afloat during COVID-19 pandemic research uh, by Euler Herms. Uh, globally, business insolvencies are expected to jump 15% on the year in 2022. Uh, the trade credit uh, insurer said uh, in a Wednesday report, even with the expected increase in 2022, overall insolvencies will likely remain 4% lower than in 2019 before COVID spread globally. So that, uh, let's see, is this, Businesses uh, globally, 15%. Is there anything else in here? Looking at insolvency levels, governments uh, succeeded in helping companies face the crisis. Massive state intervention prevented one out of two insolvencies in Western Europe and one out of three in the U.S., uh, their extension will be will keep insolvencies at a low level in 2021, but what happens next depends on how governments act. Uh, in the coming months, look, we we all are facing uh, crazy times, and you know, stand to continue to get crazier as the rubber banding effect of of effects. You know, when something happens, we don't necessarily feel the effects right away. It's you know, it's a month away, it's two months away, three months away, six months, a year later, where things start to to really snap back and feel you start to feel the pain, and. Uh, businesses are, you know, not immune to this, especially ones that are smaller that don't have, you know, millions in the bank, hundreds of millions in the bank, billions in the bank to be able to sit back and say, okay, look, we, we, we save for this rainy day. And that's why I always recommend, you know, if you're, if you're in a business and you're not budgeting, uh, start a budget, <laughs> start budgeting for every, every piece of your business should be budgeted and accounted for, um, not just from a, an accounting standpoint or something to that effect, but you want to make sure that you have something, uh, in the bank to, to be able to, to, to come back, fall back on. Right. Um, and that's not easy for every business, but if you start today, uh, tomorrow will be easier, right? That's that's the the old mantra. Like you know, everything will be easier if I can t- if I start today and, and and every day gets a little bit better, a little bit easier. We get one percent better. Um, you know, you got to make sure that 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 you're doing everything you can to to keep um the you know the opportunity 
from getting away from you to, to be able to have some money and, and be able to make the bills. Like how many months is the runway? How many months can you go without uh, things getting out of hand and getting out of control? And, and that's where you got to be really, really clear on your intent to be able to put some of that money aside. Right. I always say it with like restaurants, like, you know, it's like, Oh, it's a time to remodel. And it's like, well, yeah, it was retired time to remodel five years ago, but you didn't have the money then. And you didn't put the money away five years, start five years ago. And now it's 10 years later since the remodel. And that's a, that becomes a problem, right? Because now you're like, Oh, I got to have all this money all at once or, or like taxes, right? Where you should have a separate account, put the money away into a tax account so that you have the money to pay the taxes when it t- comes time due. So you're not always constantly falling behind and, and feeling like you don't have, uh, the money to be able to 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 pay it. So that um, not getting behind will keep you uh, one step ahead of the game and help you not feel the weight and the pressure of the of the situation um, that can really become a, a bad a bad situation quickly for you and your business as things you know the 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 uh, snowball turns into a, a snow snow boulder and rolls right over you and crushes you and keeps you in a, a depressed state uh, and 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 not thinking clearly state and thinking more about what am I doing right now rather than like okay what are we doing for right now but what's the you know how does right now play into the bigger picture of where we're at and where we're heading with the business and that. Uh, is where you really, you know, why you need to put that money away so that you don't fall into that trap. Now, again, not everybody has that opportunity to do so, but that is uh, why you got to start today. And and even in your personal finances, you absolutely should be looking to put as much money away as you possibly can for that rainy day so that when, you know, business doesn't go right, uh, things, you know, don't go your way. Uh, you don't get lucky three times in a row, you know, two times in a row, three times in a row. Uh, you know, have that that learning moment or as people call it, a failure. Um, you know, you're you you can afford for that to happen. So I appreciate you watching today. Thank you, Muhammad, for joining us today here on the Entrepreneurs. I am Super Joe Pardo. If you have a question, please leave it in the comments below or email me at joe at superjoepardo.com. I will see you in the next video, uh, one of these two right here. And uh, I hope you have an amazing day. Take care.